0: Welcome to part two of this Exploring Boys Education episode on helping boys embrace healthy masculinity. Exploring Boys Education is a monthly podcast produced by the International Boys Schools Coalition. I'm Bruce Collins. If you haven't yet listened to part one of this episode in which Gordon Braxton, author, activist and educator on sexual violence and former director of men's outreach on sexual violence prevention at Harvard University, shares his insights on healthy masculinity i'd urge you to do so also listen to part one for this month's ibsc newsreel our guest for part two is best-selling author craig wilkinson craig has produced outstanding resources for fathers at all stages of their fatherhood journey He founded the non-profit organization Father A Nation in 2013 in response to the tremendous damage to society caused by the crisis of fatherlessness in South Africa. His belief that if we can heal men, we can heal the world has seen thousands of men and their families touched by the work of Father A Nation. To support his work with men in the fight against gender-based violence, Craig has written a booklet called No Excuse for Abuse, which unpacks the reasons men abuse and outlines the actions we need to take to put an end to gender-based violence. Craig believes strongly that no boy is born an abuser and that the solution to toxic masculinity is healthy masculinity. To teach, promote and inspire positive healthy masculinity, he wrote the six-pack of Champion Virtues booklet. Craig was awarded the 2019 GQ Humanitarian Man of the Year Award for his work with men in communities. Craig, we're grateful to you for sharing your insights with us. Welcome to Exploring Boys Education. Thanks so much, Bruce. Great to be here with you today. So, Craig, let's dive right in. Um, You've asserted that at his core, every man wants to be a good, good man, but not every man knows how. Um, right. I want to start off by, th- by talking about why do you think we find ourselves in this space at this moment in time? Mm-hmm. I think a number of
1: reasons, you know. I mean, I, I absolutely believe that that boys deeply desire, the vast majority um a boys deeply desire to be a good man and and what they do is they look to older men um initially primarily their father to show them what that means, you know, to show them how to be a good man. And so we desperately need good male role models and um fathers to, to impart to boys and to model to them and show them, you know, what it means to be a good man. And I think, you know, we, we come, we're in a very fascinating place at the moment, aren't we, in the world, you know, where masculinity is really being demonized. Um, there's a lot of social justice warriors out there. There's a lot of men being canceled. There's a lot of uh, polarization, you know, so we're, we're in, a, in a bit of a, a difficult state um, where I think in many ways we're losing the plot. We we we, in many ways dehumanizing because we're looking at um, identities that that uh, we we, we're putting them ahead of our humanity, you know, and and our primary identity is human beings, and we're equal, equally valuable of you know of equal value, of equal worth, and deserving of equal opportunity. Every single human being uh, on the on the planet, no matter what their particular ethnic background, gender, you know, all the different uh, things we, we do. So I think we, we're at this point because there has been historical abuse, because uh, fatherhood structures have broken down, the family unit has broken down, historically, particularly here in South Africa, there's been a tremendous amount of trauma in terms of families, units being been broken apart, um, and, and it's a cycle that we need to begin to really correct.
0: I mean, you alluded to it, Craig, but as you said, society and the media at large often portray a distorted and negative view of masculinity. I was wondering, in your opinion, as boys journey to adulthood, how might our member schools develop in their students who identify as boys a a clear, strong and positive understanding of what it means to be a man and, and a good person at that?
1: That's a great question. And I think that's just what makes me so excited about working with, with you and the IBSC is, is you know, there's such an important role that we play and the member schools play in, in raising good men. Um, I think for me, and I'll, I'll just give three brief responses. One is the starting point. We need to start from the point of view that, that true masculinity is a wonderful, beautiful, great gift to society. And we've kind of lost that. A lot of boys are feeling on the back foot about being a man, and I think we need to start as schools to say, we we must not apologise for being men, for being boys, for identifying as a boy as a man, because that's a fantastic gift to society. So so let's you know I often say to boys at schools, <clears throat> would you be able to pull out your cell phone and tweet, I'm so proud to be a man? And a lot of a lot of boys yeah. you know recoil at that. They say no no no, sir, so we'd be cancelled, and you know. And that's such a sad thing. So we've got to start from the point of view masculinity, true masculinity, beautiful, wonderful gift, uh, and emphasize that. And, you know, say to boys, in in your DNA – is a rich heritage of heroism. You know, men have gone to war to to fight against evil uh, for their their countries and their families and and died in the process. Men have, uh, for centuries and, and years and years, um, gone out and done, done hard work. You know, to support their families. Men have rushed into um, burning buildings to save. But you know, there's a there's a rich DNA heritage of heroism. So we start from that point of view and, and create that culture. And that doesn't mean that, that women aren't in any way. You know, it's not an either-or situation. Uh, but masculinity is a wonderful gift. So is femininity. So is all of humanity. And we need to... The second thing we need to do is provide an environment where it's okay to not be okay. Uh, you know, one of one of the big lies about masculinity is that... Um, Uh, Big boys don't cry. And so we don't allow boys to be vulnerable. Uh, And what happens is boys then um, don't learn the language of vulnerability, the language of the emotions. uh, And they, they, they feel that they always have to man up and be strong. And we see that internationally, the suicide rate amongst men is up to four times higher than that of women. And this is one of the reasons because men feel we can't be vulnerable. So if we create an environment where it's okay to not be okay, platforms where boys can share, where we say that you know, vulnerability is actually strength, <clears throat> it takes a lot more courage for me to say, Bruce, you know, I'm really struggling, than for me to say, Bruce, I'm, I'm fine when I'm not fine. So, so that's the second thing we need to do. And I, and I think the third thing is to teach and model true masculinity. You know, there's a lot of confusion about what it means to be a man. What, what is masculinity? What does it mean? Uh, and if we, if we really teach, and that, that's why I developed this, the six-pack course um, just talking about six virtues of what does it mean to be a good man you know what does it look like uh, in today's world because there's a lot of confusion around that so I think if we do three those three things as schools we'll go a heck of a long way to 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 growing excellent men
0: yeah Craig you've just mentioned uh, the six-pack of champion virtues the booklet that you produced and this also forms a foundation for for an online class you offer um, and and in this you highlight the characteristics, and I know many of our schools have have um, accessed this this uh, documents and have have been challenged by it. But you you highlight the characteristics of what you call true masculinity, and I'm wondering, you know, how does this authentic masculinity you speak about differ from what many boys are taught about being a man?
1: It's a great question, Bruce. Uh, you know, if you look at the, the messaging we get from society about masculinity, you know, essentially I, t- I talk about the four big lies, <clears throat> which we grew up, our, our generation certainly did, um, about what, what it means to be a man. Uh, sex, power, money, and big boys don't cry. You know, I mean, you, you talk to any man, they recognize those messages. You look at media. You know, it's uh, how many how many women have I managed to? You know, how many notches have I managed to? Uh, that makes me a man. Uh, you know, it's an absolute lie. Uh, and money. You know, I need money to be a man. I need the flash cars and the uh, and power. You know, power is big. Either as a jock, as a, um, a sportsman, a bicep, or you know, political power. Or you know, and we see we see that throughout society. Men just jockeying for power, for money, for for you know to be to be the macho stud that gets the most woman. and 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 this is just a false total false concept of what masculinity and, and and the other one we mentioned earlier big boys don't cry don't be vulnerable whatever and then there's another thing that's happening in society today which is um masculinity being demonized and and um you know there was a research done in the, in, the, in the UK by a group called uh, YouGov and they asked men of various different ages um is is masculinity a positive thing or a negative thing And in the category 18 to 24-year-old men, um, 46% said it's a negative thing. And so there's just a very negative perception about masculinity, men on the back foot, feeling demonized, feeling at them. And then on the other hand, you've got this macho concept, which is also a false one. So lots of false messaging about masculinity. So the six-pack, I mean, is is really just highlighting six virtues, um, which I believe Would make a man an excellent man, which which belies these lies that we hear. You know, it goes goes counter to them. And and if I can just run through them. uh, The the first one is true masculinity uses its strength for good. Uh, Every man has strength. Every boy has strength. And I think it's so important that we know this. You know, our strength is not just our physical strength, obviously physically, uh, particularly upper body strength, but there's also verbal strength. You know, what you do with your words is important. You know, you can bully with words. We have emotional strength. Any relationship we're in, um, the other person, we have some sort of um, power over that person in the sense that we can make them feel good or bad by how we behave. So there's a wide range of strength that men have, and the number one quality for me uh, on true masculinity is how do we use our strength? Not how much strength you have. Uh, it's not. It's not that. It's what do you do with it? And when we can either be passive. Fail to use our strength, we all know the saying all it takes for evil to prevail is for good men to be silent or to do nothing, and so a lot of men are passive. Um, in fact, I love what John Aldridge says in one of his books. He says that the opposite of masculinity is not femininity because those are complementary. The opposite of masculinity is passivity you know we 're not designed to be passive or silent when someone's bullying someone we're not desi- we 're not supposed to be quiet, so just failing to use strength or misusing strengths. And a lot of men take what's not theirs they uh force themselves they can never say i'm sorry you know it's it's a, it's a misuse of strength uh, and the only th- way that a, that that a man should use his strength is for good uh, the second quality is is true masculinity tends its fields and that's an agricultural metaphor you know we all have a field uh, which which contains all the things that we are responsible for that we have an impact on in life and true masculinity steps up and takes full responsibility. Make sure that you know every person in his circle feels uh, safe uh, and cared for, and uh, you know every responsibility he has. Is he a, a prefect? Is he a teacher? Is he whatever role and responsibilities? And, and we all have many. You know, we fathers, sons, brothers, um, uncles, uh, uh, students. You know, how are we stepping up and taking full responsibility? How are we fulfilling those roles? So, so that's the second one. We tend our fields. The third one is we judge ourselves by our character. In other words not what's on the outside but what's on the inside. So it's not the size of my biceps, the size of my bank balance, it's it's um, my character. How do I do I do I have a set of values? Do I live those values? Do I live my life with integrity? Uh, am I a man of my word? You know, th- this is how I need to define and judge myself. Uh, we're living in a world very much based on image. You know, how do I come across on social media? How do I? What is my image? You know, what do people think of me? What's my reputation? Uh, and instead of judging ourselves and defining ourselves and valuing ourselves on on, on the externalities, we need to define ourselves by the character. And you know, how resilient am I? If I say I'm going to do something, do I do it? You know, and that's 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 the third. Key quality,
0: Craig. I, I, sorry. I just want to come in there. I mean, fascinating as a. I, I taught in boys' schools uh, or boys' school for many years before joining IBSC, and I think the one thing in my in my last probably three or four years that really struck me is, is how much more boys were concerned with how they looked and the the number of problematic behaviours in terms of in terms of diets and. And um drug use and other things um that boys were were getting into simply to promote the kind of image externally that they thought others wanted to see from them. Um, so that point really really hits home for me as 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 something that boys are are, are battling with.
1: Yeah, and I I think social media has just made that so much worse, isn't it? I mean, we you know we live by the likes we get and the image we have on social media, and that's really not what counts. You know, what counts is 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 how do I live my life on a day to day basis? Am I true to my values? Do I have integrity? So, hundred percent, it's a real battle and then the fourth one is 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 true masculinity builds a band of brothers, uh, and this is such a crucial one you know as as men we tend to uh, we have different love languages, we tease each other men men rip each other off and tease each other and mock each other, and of course there 's a place for that you know that 's affectionate and it's and it 's good, but we don 't honor each other generally you know we don 't say, "Hey, Bruce, I just really honor you as a man and as a father and as an educator, and appreciate the contribution we don 't generally say things like this to each other. Uh, and and we need each other. You know, I mentioned earlier that men commit suicide on average four times more than women, and partly it's because we don't have a support structure of brothers around us that we're able to be very honest and open with. We feel we need to pose and pretend, and and research around the world shows that a lot of men are lonely. Um, we have friends that we can watch a game of soccer with or a game of rugby and hang out with, but do we have friends we can really share our our heart with? And do we have friends that can really step up? Uh, and, and stand with us when we really need need them. Uh, and 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 so it's so crucial we build a band of brothers. You know, I think we we can only be our best when we have a group of men around us that sharpen us. You know, point out our our, our blind spots, um, encourage us, stand with us, honor us, um, enable us to be vulnerable with them, so that they can be. And and it's so important to build this. And we're not society's not really geared for men to do that. Uh, number five is uh, we mentor the next generation. It's every man and boy's responsibility to, to mentor the next generation. You know, Somebody's watching us, and and how we live our lives has a huge impact on the next generation. I mean, the, the younger generation look to us to model what it means to be a man. Uh, they take their cues from us, and, and we need to be constantly aware of, is my life worth copying? Is, is it a life worth um, emulating? Uh, am I modeling the right way? Both for, for young boys and for young women, to show women that actually masculinity is and must be, unfortunately not always is, a safe space. Uh, It's a safe space. And then the sixth one, Bruce, is to make the world a better place. Uh, we 're here to make the world a better place you know uh, is everyone in my life better off because i 'm in their life? Um, is every situation I find myself in better because i 'm in it and, you know you get you get two types of people in the world you get those who are takers and those who are givers. you know the guy who will borrow your car and uh, return it and it 's dirty and there 's no petrol you know or you get the guy who borrows your car and it comes back and it 's full of petrol and it 's clean you know that 's a giver and I think the attitude that men need to have in life um, is, am I making the world a better place? You know, am I fulfilling my purpose? Am I giving more than I'm taking? And am I going to leave wherever I go better than where, where I found it? And in, in a nutshell, those are the six virtues. And I think these, these are so crucial to teach young boys and say, you know, fulfill those. You're going to be a great man. It's not about macho. It's not about sporting ability or athletic. It, it's about these six virtues that make you a great
0: man. Yeah. Craig, you know we before we started recording, <laughs> you said we could speak about this stuff um, all day, and and I know we 've only touched the tip of the iceberg as we consider the worker around masculinity that needs to happen, um, particularly in boys schools' places. I think you you alluded to it earlier, you know boys schools have a unique opportunity to have incredible conversations with with the young men in in their schools and in their care, um, but I wanted to ask you, as we close you know, this part of, of this episode. Um w- would you be able to share a little bit more about the work you you do and how interested schools can can connect with you. I know you're based in South Africa, but you know, the virtual the virtual space has be has made the world a lot smaller. So, you know, I know there might be other schools around the world that that might like to to connect as well. Mm-hmm.
1: So there are two areas that that I work in. One is we we started a non-profit organization called Father A Nation, uh, which, which works a lot with men in communities around South Africa. Predominantly poorer communities, but but not exclusively, um, and and where we talk about the six pack and we provide platforms for men to to share, and and we've seen remarkable results. You know, in, in certain areas where you, 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 we provide one of the programs we run is I think called the Bands of Brothers, and we get men, small groups of men, to come and and just provide a platform for them to share openly and. Teach them the six virtues and we've seen remarkable results you know men who have been abusive that are no longer abusing men one man was was planning a murder and uh, shared this with his band of brothers and you know and so that's that's been a remarkable uh, we run also the no excuse campaign which really talks about the uh, combating gender-based violence and just saying there's never ever an excuse for abuse of any kind never uh, but there are reasons, and we look at the reasons and we try and overcome those reasons and get men to really be good men. So that's on the nonprofit side. Um, uh, on the six pack side, I'm very excited to be working with schools now. We've developed the, the six pack into an online course, uh, it's a freestanding online course that anyone can sign up for. Uh, and and we, we're making it available to schools um, at, at a very, very discounted price just a hundred rand per per boy uh there's seven modules it's it's a video some reading material some exercises and it's something they can do in their own time or or in a class uh, but each one signs up so that's i'm very excited about that uh, just teaching young boys how to be great men yeah
0: and obviously i, I know you you're probably very busy but but i know you do um, have speaking engagements and that at schools as well and i'm sure schools will be able to reach out to you and, and explore that possibility with you too Absolutely, yeah. And, uh,
1: Craig at fatheranation.co.za, you can reach out. And the website uh, is www.beingman.life, um, with pleasure. You know, I do do speak at a lot of schools uh, and, and love interacting with, with, with the, the senior boys on the staff.
0: Well, thank you, Craig, for adding your voice to this important conversation. We value your input and insights, and we trust also that what you've shared will help boys' schools teachers in boys schools and parents who listen to this podcast to think deeply about how they engage in these conversations with boys it's been a privilege and a pleasure to have you on
1: thank you so much bruce thanks for the opportunity great great chatting to you
0: we trust you have enjoyed listening to parts one and two of helping boys to embrace healthy masculinity We know that member schools around the world are invested in this work and are implementing excellent programs to empower boys to adopt healthy and positive expressions of masculinity. As the IBSC board asserted in 2019, we reaffirm our belief that boys' schools succeed for many boys. That success stems from many reasons but foremost from teaching young men moral values and principles that strengthen our society and model kindness, tolerance, empathy, and especially respect for women. As Amy Ahart mentioned in this month's newsreel, which was in part one of this episode, we cannot wait to see you in Dallas in June for the 2022 IBSC annual conference hosted by St. Mark's School of Texas. Until next time, Keep safe and well.